Welcome to the Alex Kennedy Podcast, powered by BasketballNews.com. We drop new episodes of this podcast every Monday, so be sure to subscribe and check back. Also, if you like what you hear, please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That really helps us out, and it's the best way to show your support for this podcast. Today, I have a very special guest joining me. He's a rapper, author, and lecturer who loves basketball. He has a cult following with 1.2 million followers on Twitter. He's also made headlines for putting a curse on Kevin Durant and James Harden. He has a new mixtape called Bruno with the Pruno that's out now. My guest is the one and only Lil B, the bass god. Lil B, thanks for joining me. How are you? I'm, you know, amazing right now, man. Just got a new office out there and, uh, Jack London Square, Oakland, right on the water, man. So, you know, it's real nice, man. Fat, fat office space. And um, just hanging out, man, doing a lot of different stuff, man, chilling out. And, um, you know, just just dealing with this COVID experience, man. You know, I'm not sure if stuff is closed, shut down, or if it isn't. I'm seeing uh, a bunch of people hanging out at nighttime. I said, I thought uh, we were supposed to be social distancing, you know, clubs in Oakland open and. You know, it's, it's it's just pretty wild. So I, you know, you see, uh, Atlanta's open and other places down south is open. It's like, look, are we on lockdown or are we not? Because I'm confused. Yeah, I'm here in Florida, and there's tons of people outside. Some people don't even wear masks. It's crazy. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I yeah, I know Florida's turned up right now. I mean, definitely, you know, it, it, it's wild, man. So I'm like, all right, is there a pandemic going on or <laughs> not? You yeah. know what I mean? It's crazy. Yeah. How have you been holding up during quarantine? Yeah, I've been good, man. Learning more about myself. Um, it's actually been, this has been a beautiful time for me. Um, I've been growing mentally, spiritually, also physically in ways. Uh wish the gym was open, though. You know, I, I haven't really got a chance to play basketball how I really want to. Um, they got, you know, the, the outdoor courts are open, but you know, it's it's something about the indoor gym that I love, man. The hardwood floors, and um, you know, something about being in that gym that I love, and so I really miss it. I really miss it, and um, I'm waiting for these gyms in California to open up again, man. They got outdoor gym stuff that you're able to do, but for the indoor, it's still shut down. So. You know, I'm, I'm waiting on that, but I feel really, really good, though, man. Like, it's, it's just a little bit hot down here. Got some heat wave stuff going on, but dealing with some fires in California. So, I mean, this time has just been really humbling, man. Humbling, um, you know, planning for the future, you know, uh, creating new ideas, new, um, you know, plans for short term. And so, you know, it's a lot of stuff that I'm excited about, the initiatives that I'm ready to you know, launch and get out there. Like I said, I got an app I'm working on. I can't give too much information on it, but, you know, my team members are uh, amazing. You know, we got a company and, um, you know, it, 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 it it's going to be, you know, it's dealing, with, it's dealing with music and some other stuff, but, you know, the app's going to be crazy. And, um, you know, it, it's super cool. Yeah, I mean, my team members, they... Uh, they were working with Yelp and, um, yeah, doing stuff over there. So, you know, my dudes are serious, man. It's, it's, it's some serious infrastructure in the background. They know what they're doing. It's really amazing. So, like, you know, when when I do get more information, best believe we'll be, we'll be able to talk. Like, I got, you know, when, when I'm able to release more information, uh, may I say. So, you know, just uh, 
it, it's so much going on in the beautiful world right now, man. I, I really can't complain. That's great to hear. You mentioned basketball. I want to start by talking about the time you tried out for the Golden State Warriors D-League affiliate back in 2012. A local news station interviewed you at the tryout and had some video, but how did that come together and uh, how was the tryout? Yeah, you know, the trial went amazing. This was early in my uh, basketball career, really starting to, you know, take it a little more seriously. You know, I wasn't the player that I am now with the confidence and stuff. I you know, I've, I've worked a lot more after that tryout. And um, the most, actually, the most recent tryout invitation that I have gotten was from the Philadelphia 87ers. And, you know, what's crazy is I ended up, I think I was busy that, you know, when they offered or, you know, I, I wasn't trying to get on a plane at that time or something like that. So, our schedules didn't end up mixing, but they that that was the latest, and that was probably about you know a year or two ago that offer. So I'm gonna see about revisiting that. But like I said, I need to get back in the in the gym and the swing of things. You know, really playing ball as much as you know I used to play. And um, but with the 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 the, the Warriors G League of you know the Santa Cruz Warriors, I mean. You know, the, the coaching staff on there, um, they're really cool. They're giving me play time, you know, giving me time to shine and, um, you know, letting me let me go out there and, and, and play. And, and, you know, my team, uh, we almost got to the the finals, like the finals part. Um, but, you know, there, I think there was a one of my teammates like missed the alley-oop or there was a missed shot or something like that. That went down and we ended up not making it to the finals. But, um, yeah, we was one game away. So, and like I said, this was in my early career of uh, playing. So I've gotten way better defense, more aggressive with my offense, um, got way better with my mid-range shot, as well as um, working on my form with, uh, you know, with the three-pointer and just being more consistent with my form and uh, confident with my shots. So, you know, I think really what I got to work on now is just my handles. Um, you know, that's big for me. I was thinking about that yesterday. Like, I really, you know, want to get better with my handles. Um, and, you know, just uh, just the, the fundamentals of the game, you know, working more on my mid-range, figuring out what, figuring out my favorite spots. But I actually really started liking the sideline three. I used to really like the top of the key three, but... Um, now I really started to like the the sideline three because you can just get that rhythm there. Yeah, it's, it's you know it's just a real clean, effortless shot, and um, as well as I like you know mid range in, in the key stuff. You know, it's just it's, it's very natural for me just for my size. But um, the the you know the the, the Santa Cruz Warriors man that trial was amazing. I still got the coaches and uh, the staff's information and. I think we uh, – I forgot when the last time I hit them up, you know, probably about a year ago just to check in. Um, and, you know, it, it's been a blessing, man. It's been beautiful. So, you know, I think once I get back in the in the gym and the swing of things and really playing competitively, um, because, you know, my gym that I, I work out at, you know, I mean, NBA folks are in there, college kids, the next – top high school, you know, 
uh, players there, there. So, um, and, and as well as just good people that that you know aren't playing professionally or anything like that, but they got a unique game and they play. So I, I've I've been blessed to play with a lot of different folks. Um, you know, whether it be like uh, you know, Gary Payton Jr. Um, you know, play with him at the gym there. I mean, he was shooting from half court, hmm. just playing around. Um, and and you you could tell he was just messing around, shooting from half court. And uh, the you know what what what's that gentleman's name that that's on the um, on the Cavaliers? It's coming to me. Um, he. Uh, you know, it was just a few, man, just a, a few different players. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited to get back in the gym, though. That's the main thing, getting back, playing the game. And if I have to play streetball, I might just have to do that. But like I said, I, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan just because I, I don't like falling on that concrete because when I play, I'm playing. So, yeah, man. One thing, one thing I've heard from a lot of rappers and players too is that many rappers wish they were in the NBA. Many NBA players wish they were rappers. Drake even had that line about it and thank me now. Uh, is that true? And why do you think that is? Yeah, you know, I think it is true because um, both, you know, like for sports and being a ball player, uh, you know, a lot of most rappers that I know, including myself, you know, we're competitive. Rap is is a competitive type of uh, art form and you know people love the stats um people love you know the stat the statistics within the rap you know people pay attention to that you know people are looking to win um in their own way whatever that means to them so you know and, and basketball is a you know it, it's a mental sport it's a metaphor to life as well as it's a physical and um, and it's a team sport. And, you know, it, it just helps you like a lot of, a lot of people are rapping just naturally competitive, what I feel. And, um, you know, we're always wanting to, you know, win, you know, and, and, and whether it be winning the game or winning the business deal, winning the negotiation or something like that um, in the most positive way. And, you know, with the sportsmanship, too, I think that's a big thing, transferring from the music to the sports um, and sports to the music, like just having a good attitude when you win or lose, being able to congratulate people and um, know that there's another game. And, you know, really, you know, sports, you're playing for something, man. You're playing for that championship or you're playing to, you know, prove haters wrong or you're playing, praying for your playing for your family or you're playing for those you know kids that might have cancer or you're, you're praying for your grandfather or grandmother that passed away or your father or your mother you know so it's a lot of reasons why people play basketball as well as why people make music you know um i mean like i, I when, when i dance and uh, when i make music i'm making music for the people that that might be too shy to make music or too shy to dance or I'm making it for the people that don't believe in themselves or the people that do believe in themselves, you know? Um, somebody that was cl uh, very close to me and, and I hold dear in my heart, I asked them, and this is an elder person, I think in their 70s or, um, you know, close to the 80s, and I asked them, you know, why do you still dance to music? And 
you know, this uh, elderly woman said, you know, I dance for my kids and uh, and I dance from the, the people that are no longer here. And that was a special thing uh, for me that really uh, touched my soul and put things in perspective of why I make music and reminded me why I'm actually doing this. That's cool. Yeah, I definitely want to get to your music here in a second, but I want to start, uh, you know, I want to focus now on the curses that you've put on different players. Years ago, uh, you put the base God curse on Kevin Durant. KD had tweeted something that was, you found it disrespectful, so you came back, challenged him to one-on-one, and then put the curse on him. How did you come up with this idea to curse players? You know, it was just, it, it really came from the base God. Um, everything's all natural, you know what I'm saying, and and not trying to trying to force anything um you know it was just only right with me working with the base guy and 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 current strategy marketing you know it it that that idea was formed and you know and it's and it's more than the idea it's it's just the truth and it's uh and it's a way of life and a lifestyle and and the truth man you know when people um, make fun of the base god. There are repercussions for that, and not in a, you know, egotistical kind of way or a bossy kind of way, but just in a, in a fair, um, honest, and and because you know, I, I know for a fact the base god's not picking on anybody, and um, you know, when when people are talking about the base god or, you know, even Lil B in that type of light, you know, you want to make sure that as positive as can be. Uh, especially with people in sports, just because, you know, you, you, most of the time you're rooting for the people in sports in the, in, the, in the most positive way and wanting to see them succeed and not really critiquing them in any negative way, you know, just really accepting these players for who they are and uh, what they do and appreciating them for that. So, you know, that I'm still, you know, one day I will be playing Kevin Durant you know, we haven't got a chance to, you know, meet up in person and uh, talk about it and, and, and see. But, you know, his team, his team told me we'll play. You know, his team members told me that we will play. He's got the championship now because last time when we talked about playing, uh, he was focused on getting a championship. This was before the curse. He got cursed, came to Oakland, won multiple titles. So now, you know, we could talk because that, that, that he's 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 gonna go in the Hall of Fame. He's got championships, so now we can play our game. For sure. When you cursed KD, it became a huge story. It was covered by every mainstream media outlet. You know, you were on ESPN, interviewed by Time Magazine, the Washington Post, and many others. Were you surprised that it became such a big mainstream story? You know, it, it, I, I I really wasn't just because it, it was all honest and authentic. You know. Um, I just think you got to do stuff from your heart. And um, I appreciate everybody that has showed me love. And, and like like you said, the ESPNs, um, shout out to Gina. I love you. Uh, you know, shout out to Max. Shout out to Molly. Uh, shout out to Marcellus Wiley. Uh, shout out to Rachel. Um, you know, beautiful, beautiful people. Shout out to Stephen A. Didn't get, get a chance to meet you. You know, God bless your family and your uh, parents. Um, but you know, like it, it, it was just real honest, man, and authentic. So, you know, all I could do is uh, be myself. That's all I've done is um, speak and be myself, 
and let the and let the people, you know, respond to how they feel about it, you know, and uh, the mood of the and, and the tone of the world, you know what I'm saying? But I never went about it and, and, and tried to, you know, get more out of it than what it was, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's why when people ask me, oh, can you curse this player or curse this player, I, you know, or, you know, or bl- I, I would rather bless than curse, you know what I mean? And um, I know that, that that holds true for the base God, you know, me being little B. Um, I actually come go to the base God for the curses. Like, I, I personally can't curse anybody, but the base God can or bless. And um, I'm just that... Um, you what, what do you call it? Like that that filter. You're the prophet. Just, yes, sir. Pr- pretty much the prophet and the filter to kind of get that, you know, between to the to the real world and what's going on from the base God. But um, yeah, that that's 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 really where I come from. Just you know, trying to come with an authentic, honest perspective and let things float how they do. You know. No, for sure. So the base God also cursed James Harden, uh, because you know he stole your move. And, and wouldn't really recognize you. And, and then the curse was lifted. And you said, I don't wish the curse on anybody. Are you retired from cursing people? Or could we see you curse another player or the base god curse another player in the near future? Yes. You know, I think uh, the base god, the, the the curse is always right there. And, um, yeah, I mean, companies can be cursed, players, um, organizations, you know. Um, team team staff. So the, the the curse is waiting as well as I I, I rather give blessings. I rather um, you know lobby for blessings to the base god than lobbying for a curse from the base god. Just because you know the the, the curses they hold weight. And um, you know, like I said, shout out to James Harden, who you know the reason why he was cursed is for using you know the little b. Uh, cook and dance sports celebration at the same time he made a his own version of the little b cook and dance sports celebration which i respect and that's not a problem you know what i'm saying and you know the, he, he was cursed but you know thanks to rap a lot records and, and, and jay prince jr when i was out there in uh texas as well as um you know shout out to um, Bushwick Bill and, and Bushwick Bill Jr. Um, they were the reason why I got a chance to really have a serious talk with uh, those gentlemen. And, you know, they asked me, hey, can you, I'm going to need you to, they didn't even say can you, they said, I'm going to need you to lift the curse off James Harden. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when, when, when a gentleman of that stature, you know, and uh, integrity ask you to to do something like that. You 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 want to make it happen. So the the curse was lifted in 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 Texas. Wow, that's an incredible story. Um, so just to be clear: is there anyone right now, or any organization, any team? Is there anyone right now that is cursed? No team, no organization, no staff is cursed right now. I have my eyes on you know just watching, um, but there's more blessings going around. Uh, then curses, you know, like uh, the Portland Trailblazers have been blessed. You know, C.J. McCollum, Dame Willard, 
you know, Andre Drummond is blessed. Um, you know, who else? I mean, there I mean, obviously Clay Thompson and the Warriors are blessed. Um who else has blessings right now? You know, it you know, many I mean Carl Anthony Towns, yeah, he has my blessing. God bless his family. Um, he has the base God's blessings. Um, you know, honestly, the Lakers now this is crazy. The Lakers staff and organization have the base God's blessing. You know, Jeannie Buss has the base God's blessing. Um and the Lakers staff. Uh, you know, honestly, Nick Young, you know, he's always gonna have my blessing. Um, Jalen Brown has the base God's blessing. Gordon Hayward has the base God's blessing. Um, you know, it, 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 uh, I think Buddy Buddy Hield. Yeah. Yep. Buddy Hield has the base God's blessing. The Sacramento Kings organization have the base God's blessing. So there, there's players that's blessed on that team as well as the Sacramento Kings organization is blessed. Um, so you know, it, it, it's a lot of different, you know, players that um, and organization staff that really are, are blessed more than cursed right now. And, and that's really how I like it because when the curses happen, you know, the pressure starts to, to you know, to come out. Um, and and, and the, the repercussions of being cursed are, are evident. You know, we see what happened. We see what goes on. And, um, you know, we see how the world follows and, and, and responds to, you know, players or organizations or staff companies being cursed. So we, you know, I, I really like to just keep the blessings going, you know, me personally. For sure. You do a great job of promoting yourself on the internet. Uh, again, doing those media appearances, you know, one day you're on ESPN, the next day it's CNN, MSNBC. I feel like you do a great job of that. And you told me that you set you set all of that up yourself without a PR person or a label. It's just you. Do you take pride in being self-made and not relying on a label to promote you or help with your career? Yeah. I, and thank you for paying attention to all those different publications and, and, you know, do it by me, like even NFL network and a lot of other cool, uh, you know, ones. Um, I do take pride in that. Yes, I do. You know, you know, being able to have these direct kind con- connections with, you know, powerful people like yourself, being able to, you know, set my own meetings, set up times, executive produce shows, you know, have my hand in hand in, um, you know, behind the scenes or something like whether it be executive producing a episode with ESPN or, um, you know, that I was featured in or, you know, just different aspects of you know, making things happen uh, for a little B experience. So, you know, I, I, I really do take pride into it. And, um, you know, there's definitely more levels that I want to go. And there's so many opportunity, business opportunities. And honestly, there's so much business that uh, I can't tend to because I'm just one person. So at this point, you know, I definitely am looking for, you know, some potential prospects of sports agencies and, uh, folks to potentially team up with to maximize and kind of take a load off of work off my back because it's, it's it's so many different opportunities 
and I don't have all the energy to, you know, capture all of them. So, you know, it, 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 I, I've been looking at a few uh, different sports um, agencies and stuff like that. I think one of them, they work with uh, Rich Paul. I forgot the agency's name. Oh, Clutch Sports. Um, yeah, Clutch Sports. And then Clutch Sports, they, they work with another company, I think, who helped them create that. Uh, they're, they're, I think, like a parent company. They deal with, you know, sports management, music. Uh, CAA? That, I think so. I think it might be CAA. Yeah, I think it might be. Think it might be them. So, you know, I, I was having some talks with them, but I, I want to circle back around. It was some independent sports managers that um, I want to talk to. So, and then, and then I actually was talking to and um, kind of lost contact just because I was getting super busy with stuff. And, um, you know, so, yeah, I, I, I'm definitely looking to expand organically and, um, you know, talk to the right folks that, you know, we're on the same page with love first, love being first, but respect first. Uh, just like yourself is love and respect first, how we how we are even on this phone together, um, on this, you know, in this interview together because it's love and respect. So it's just all about the love first. That's that's really what I'm about. Um, 2020, you know, going forward into 2021. If there's no genuine love there, then, you know, that's not going to be the easiest to uh, work out. So that's how I'm, you know, go running with it, you know. No, for sure. And I mean, you mentioned it. Uh, you can only do so much. So you obviously have a lot in your plate already. Then having to manage the PR side and everything else, that seemed like it would be so hard. So I guess in addition to that, what are the other challenges? What are some challenges that come with being an independent, unsigned artist? Yeah, you know, and... um. I really appreciate how well you you honestly paid attention to my career and what's going on because a lot of people they you know in journalism they 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 don't really understand and you know they don't understand like hey I'm really unsigned and independent I've been I funded my whole career up to this date you know like no uh, outside investments now there's people that have helped me along the way and um you know. And, and, and bonds and friendships that I've created. And, but, you know, this has been me a hundred percent, you know, I got my team like Sebastian, uh, that I work closely with and, you know, but this is me, you know, if, if I don't do it, I don't do it. And, and if, and if I don't do it, it's not going to be done. So that's the hard part, you know, just saying it like that. Like if, if, if I don't do it or if I don't sign off on it, it's not going to be done. And, you know, that's that's that that's not easy because, you know, this business is a 24 hour business and um, no days off. And besides the vacations and the jets, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Other than that, you know what I mean? Like the, the, there's no. And even with that, that's business. So, you know, taxes, the government understand what that, you know, what I'm saying taxes and all that. But, you know, it's, it's like, man, it, it, it's just. It, that that's the hardest part, you know, like being have for me, like just, you know, taking care of myself, being many, you know, playing all the different, you know, just under, you know, I'm promoting little B, you know, I'm, 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 I'm little B's publicist, you know, I'm, uh, and R and little B's projects working on different things. So it's so much I'm having to do. And, uh, I love it, I, you know, and I'm learning. 
and um and, and and in the music business aspect of it. And I'm loving it, learning as well as it's like you know I'm I'm, I'm understanding and and coming to that point where I'm saying okay I'm I'm gonna start to take these meetings with other prospects and see who I uh, I feel is you know who can prove that they're genuine and 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 and, and have love and see what we could build and um, where I can delegate, have, you know, delegate tasks to people who do that, just that task very well, you know, like I want the best trainer, you know, or the, you know, the, the best strength and conditioning coach. If we're talking sports, you know what I mean? Like I, who, who's, who's that, you know what I mean? And, 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 and that, that's a metaphor to music because there's so many different, um, job roles to be broken down and um you know the best doctor um you know the best massage therapist you know uh the best travel agent you know what i mean so it's so many different aspects of this lifestyle that uh i'm slowly and surely connecting the dots and um you know working with different people to see where we can uh, meet and and really further this history and make this little B experience way bigger and um, make even more history. Because literally, it's just the start for me. And that's really what I feel. It's, it's really just the start for little B. So it's, it's, it's really about just continuing and making it bigger and, and, and understanding where it can go and where it will go. You've accomplished a lot. You've had a lot of different experiences. So what advice would you give to aspiring creators? I, w- I interviewed Joe Budden two years ago, and I know he's really big on, you know, passing information on to, you know, up and coming yep. creators. I know you guys beat yep. it in the past, but now you're good. No, uh, I love him. I love him. <laughs> I love him. We're, no, Joe's a legend, and uh, he's he's a legend. I want to say shout out to Joe Budden's son, too, and his family. Um, and, and you're a legend for interviewing him. That, that I mean... Um, I know he's uh, renegotiating with Spotify potentially. Uh, either they're going to keep working together or they might part ways and, and he might uh, go on to a bigger deal. Um, that's what I'm hearing, so not sure. And uh, the, the you know, what the, the information that I would give to, to newer artists would be, you know, first, you know, believe in yourself. Ask yourself, why are you making music? Why are you creating if it's not music, why are you creating? Like if you want to make a, you know, a sports analytics website or, you know, um, you want to blog around sports, why are you doing that? Do you actually love watching the games? You know, do you, how, you know, would you do this for free? And if you would do it for free, you're in the right place. You know, you're doing it for the, the right reasons. And then everything else will come. But it's like if if you're only getting into sports because you see that, it's a multi-billion or trillion dollar industry or whatever, how much is worth, you know, that's not the right reason. But if you're saying, hey, I want to, I love being around the arenas. I love being in the atmosphere. I love work, working with players. I love working and talking to staff. I'll do this no matter what. There's something that's, in, you know, in my heart that makes me want to be a part of this game and this entertainment industry and these sports. Uh, these different sports, then you're in the right place, you know? Um, so always continuously ask yourself, why are you doing what you do? I always ask myself, sometimes every few years, I have, you know, times where I sit back and I, I have to ask myself, why am I doing this still? You know, what 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 are my reasons? 
And if my reasons are aligned with my character and, um, you know, how I feel about everything in life at the moment and, you know, the, my truths, then I'm, I'm going to continue going. Once things are forced or they, 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 they don't, you know, seem like they make sense or, you know, and then you still might have to go even through that because that, that shows you how much you love it. If sometimes you get, you, you don't even know why you're doing it, but you're still doing it. Um, you may still love it. Or that may be a time where you say, hey, okay, I got to walk away. But only you truly know in your heart uh, what's for you and what's not for you. Music's for me. I know it in my heart. Um, entertainment, sports, you know, life, that this is for me. Like sports, that's for me. Basketball's for me because I'm going to play basketball regardless. Um I'm competitive with, and I even started being competitive with the kids at the gym, you know, because at first I was like, man, these are kids. I'm not going to try to play them or win or anything like that. And now it's like, man, I'm, I'm going to play. I'm going to win. And it's, it's about being competitive just across the board, you know, and uh, loving to play the game. And why I say that, because like I said, I'm going to play the game regardless. I'm going to play it. I'm going to love it. Um, whether it's, you know, the young people at the gym, NBA players, retired NBA, college players, high school recruits. I'm going to play my game and I'm going to be competitive. And, you know, that's that's what I want everybody to know outside of that is that love what you do. Be kind to other people. Help people. Like this 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 interview that, that we're doing together you're helping me. You know, I'm helping you. You're helping me. You're helping me. You have love. You know, we're helping each other. This is what people need to do um, in life is say, I, I want to help that person. I have power. Let me uplift that person. You know, let, let's, let us work together. And we uplift each other. Let's love. You know, let's, let's stay positive. You know, let's 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 continue on our legacy. Let's see where we can go. So yeah, that that, that that's that that's my advice. No, for sure, that's great advice. That's how I, that's kind of how I approach this career. Where I was thinking, okay, I love basketball. I'm paying to go to these games. Might as well yeah. get paid to go to them instead. So yeah, that's yeah, the way I've yeah, always viewed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I totally agree. Yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. Just a few more things. Your shows are known for being super high energy, and you're known for putting on, you know, amazing live shows. What do you think are the keys to being a great performer, and what separates a Lil B show from other shows or concerts? Yes, no, thank you. And, um, you know, my live performance is growing. I'm always looking to better myself, and especially independently, you know, it's, it's, it's at a unique place right now um, where I'm really just going out there giving my all all myself, you know what I mean? Like just me and my DJ, shout out Keyboard Kid, uh, who's my tour DJ, but he's actually my producer uh, in real life. And um, he's his own artist and doing his own thing too at the same time. But, you know, with my shows and stuff like that, you know, I just love to give my all and just be there with the people. Um, you know, get like you said, give that energy. And that's why this uh, quarantine has helped me a lot because I've been able to, work on my body and, and work on aspects to, you know, work, you know, with my breathing, anxiety or uh, whatever, 
if uh, um, you know all that 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 goes into making uh, and having a better show experience. And you know, there's a lot of different people that I plan on working with in the future, as well as up, you know, working on you know better quality of music, just continuously being better for the people that really believe in me, so I can give them an ultimate experience. Because, like I said, the 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 the, the ultimate goal is to show people show the world the base god that's my biggest goal is to show the world the base god and that has to go through the show experience you know the music experience the business um you know the sports everything the entertainment so that's my goal is you know eventually showing the people the base god and and and, and that even goes to the live show so that's where I'm coming from. You have a huge following, but what stands out to me is that they're super loyal, super passionate, um, really devoted to you. What does it mean to you to have such a devoted fan base? And then what are your craziest fan experiences? I'm sure you've had a lot of crazy interactions with fans. Can you share some of those stories? Yeah, you know, I mean, what what, what matters to me with, um, you know, the supporter experience and, and, and having a loyal support base and, and, and fans is, you know, it, it, it just means everything to me because, you know, the people are everything, you know, the people, the people mean everything to me, the people, you know, we are the people, you know, the people drive the economy. If there, if there are supporters and fans and people to, you know, progress the world, then, then where will we be? You know, um, the, 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 the we need the the fans, you know. The, the the fans are number one. The supporters are number one. And I, I say some of the crazy, the craziest experience. I mean, I mean, really, my life, man. You know, my life is just is 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 every day. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm I'm being shocked and being surprised, and you know, young people know who the base guy is, or. Older people, or you know, some people that won't even say anything, but find out, you know, they might hit me up online and say, "Oh my God, you know, I seen you," or, um, you know, it's just so many levels uh, with this. I mean, you know, being on, I mean, you know, just just you know, people working out in the gym and 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 they see me on uh, TV while they're working out. You know, on on their little gym uh, TVs, you know, their little uh, workout machine TVs. And I mean, you know, just it's, it's so many different experiences, man. Like, honestly, but like I said, just really waking up and um, living it every single day, man. Because every time I go out, every, you know, just every day, it, you, you just never know who's going to spot me or spot, you know, spot you. Even you, you know, both of us, like you just never know who's going to spot you, who's going to support you, you know, in person, you know, what the feedback that you're going to get. So, I mean, I live for this, man. This this is what it's about. Like, uh, you know, the fan zone, man, the fan zone, you know. 
it's cool seeing how they react to you and seeing how, you know, devoted they are. Um, you've been described as one of the most influential rappers of your time. When you look at today's rap landscape, do you see your influence and your fingerprints all over it? Because I know people have said, you know, you kind of paved the way for internet rap, um, the way you kind of put out your music. You know, do you kind of see your fingerprints all over today's rap landscape? Yes, sir. You know, I, I, I very much do. And, and, and I really love your questions. And, uh, what you're saying, um, your statements, you know, it, it, it's just the truth, man. Like I definitely, you know, um, I was the first rapper to meme, you know, thank you. Bass God is the first meme in music and hip hop, um, you know, definitely in hip hop. So, you know, just laying this foundation of where we're at today. I mean, all the artists I listen to, I hear little B of the bass God in them, even if they might not know, um, or they might know and they don't say anything or they do say something or they're, they're waiting to just meet me to see how we mesh for them to be able to, you know, say how they really feel. You know, I, I'm loving it. That's why I can never be mad. I, um, that, that's why, you know, I feel like I'm in the best place I've ever been in my life um, because of where we're at within music right now is just you know, it, it's un. You, you can't ask for any more. Um, it's just at a beautiful place, and and it's only room to grow. You know, I'm I'm looking to go, go harder, um, make more of an impact, and uh, you know, make history. And, and and can you tell me who won between the Bucks and the uh, Heat? Because I was just looking. I think. Uh, yeah, the Bucks won. The Bucks won. Let me pull. Wow, the Bucks won. One eighteen to one fifteen. Man, Chris Middle. Hey, hey, the Bucks were playing so confident. When I tell you, man, like <laughs> I, I, with without Yanis, that's how they need to play, man. They they need they just need to don't let maybe Yanis play a quarter or two, but they need to play without him because Middleton. I mean that dude. That's that's how you know. Because at first I was gonna be like, man, he needs to be a bit more aggressive. But then you know he started shooting, man, playing you know playing his game, making those shots, getting in there and, and making shots that didn't seem easy and, and keeping them in the game. And I said, you know what? Let me uh mind my business and let him play his game. <laughs> so yeah, I went to overtime and then they uh they won, saved their season. So we'll see. I'm curious to see how long Giannis is going to be out. You know, is he going to be able to play next game? I know today he you know put, he almost missed the game because of his ankle and then obviously re-injured it. So we'll see if he's going to be back or if he's done in this series. I'm not really sure. Um, but yeah, good question. <laughs> I have to ask you about your lectures at MIT and NYU. Not many people can say they've given lectures to, you know, uh, at, at MIT or NYU. Is that something that you want to keep doing, the public speaking? And how did that come together? Yes, sir. Just as the, uh, it came together the same way as, um, you know, the TV appearances and stuff like that. You know, just beautiful students reached out, staff of, of the schools and um, th these uh, universities. Um, and... We made it happen, you know. My dude Sebastian, who's my right hand man, who's handles like my he he administers my show book, bookings, and um, you know, like I said, we're we're doing this totally independently, just me and him. So I have to sign off on everything, you know what I'm saying? I I make sure that I'm looking over everything like that, but at the same time, I, I'm giving him, you know, permission to 
to, you know, negotiate these deals and, and make them happen on my behalf for this, you know, for the booking, for the booking uh, aspect of my career. And um, like I said, I'm not signed to any booking agents or anything like that. But, you know, definitely Sebastian is a part of my team and I, I, I'm, I'm letting him delegate. I'm, I'm delegating this task for him right now. And he's doing an amazing job and making history. But with with uh, with, you know, with the like you said, with the lectures, man, with the, with the with the speaking engagements, you know, I mean, it's just it's just a blessing because uh, for a long time in my life, I, I struggled you know, uh, if to, to, you know, to think if I was smart or not. And that was something that really bothered me because I, you know, I didn't complete my education formally. And so, uh, I, I still want to, and I still actually will, but I knew deep down, I said, man, I, I know I'm smart I know I'm different, but I never got that. You know, like you said, that the, the, the diploma or something like that to, to formally say, yeah, you did it. So when these, you know, institutions co-signed me, um, I kind of could die happy, you know, because it's like, these are the places that are harboring the, and, and incubating the, the, the future, you know, the future geniuses, the future people, the, the future of uh, folks that are going to run the world and that are going to impact the world. And, um, you know, to never be, you know, um, protested against at any of these universities, um, you know, because the students still have to get everything approved by the staff and the schools and all that. And for that to go smoothly with all the staff, all the schools, and to bring even more love and just a lot of love to the building, a lot of support and positive energy, it's something that, you know, I'll never forget. And like I said, man, it, it, it touches my heart because like I I always wondered if I was smart. And, you know, the, these these uh, brave students, these brave universities, uh, they show me I am. So I, I'm, I'm forever uh, indebted and, and, and grateful. Yeah, that's nice validation for sure. Um, yes. Last question for you. Joe Rogan has discussed you in his podcast several times over the last few years. At one point, he said that you might be a guest on his podcast. Is that still a possibility or, you know, what happened with that? Yeah, you know, definitely still got to be a guest on there. Um, with the scheduling, I, I think it was just scheduling. Um, I was busy on, on, on you know, on something. And I, and I wasn't that familiar when joe was talking about me i wasn't that familiar with this podcast and then i started getting into it and um now i'm one of the biggest fans and i actually really really respect joe and um his outlook and uh, his positive energy that he brings and um his worldly views and that's something i can't wait to really tell him to his face is that you know joe hey i, I really listen to you man and i see that He's really trying to push positive and an optimistic energy, um, um, you know, with what he's, what he's, you know, how he thinks is kind of the episode, uh, opposite of his friend Eddie Bravo. <laughs> but you know, I, I I love it, man, and I and I definitely just want to tell him, like, dude, you're you're really a good guy, and um, I, I see the message that you're trying to put out here, man, and and, and give people a chance. So, you know, it, 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 it's very interesting. I think it'll, it'll happen. You know, everything will happen in 
due time and the right time. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's just awesome, man. Like, uh, you know, like I was supposed to talk with Marquise Brownlee and um, just schedules couldn't. I've just been so busy. But at the same time, it was crazy. Like right after um, we were supposed to meet up, he ended up doing an interview with like Bill Gates. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like, you know, it, it, it just humbles me. Like, and it's beautiful. It's like, dude, like, you know, it's, it's, it's some great people that um, are attracted to me as well as I'm attracted to them because just like they're supporters of, of myself and little B, I'm supporters of them. So, you know, it, it's great. And like, yeah, like seeing with the Joe Rogan, like after him saying, you know, him doing the Elon Musk interview, you know, interviewing just just having these big, big, massive, you know, um, talks for the world, you know, Bernie Sanders, uh, there's so many different people, man. Um, you know, it's, it's just really exciting. So I'm definitely up for it. I'm definitely up for the talk and I know that it's going to happen and, um, just got to kind of get our schedules together. I, I believe he's moving out there to Texas. So I'll, I'll be with him. I'm going to be with him and, and, and we'll figure it out, man. You'll definitely see me there. So that's awesome. I was just curious. I'm just glad we booked you ahead of him. I love it. <laughs> yeah, man. No, it's it's rare, man. It's definitely rare. You, you, you're a legend. I've, I've been having your back. So, you know, shout out to the NBA draft. I appreciate that, man. And uh, where can people find your latest mixtape? Yeah, check Apple Music, Spotify, search Lil B, Bruno with the Pruno. That's my latest mixtape out right now. 100 brand new tracks. You know, people people loving it, you know. Um Got some real powerful stuff on there. It took me about three or four months to write. So, you know, it, 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 it's real exciting. Um, but the next tape that I'm working on, Hoop Life Volume 2, the sequel to Hoop Life Volume 1, critically acclaimed mixtape. Um, you know, Hoop Life Volume 2, the James Harden curse. With it. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to explain uh, that whole situation, the James Harden curse and how it's over. So, you know, be, I need you guys to check that out. And um, when it comes out, that's on the way. But until then, stream that Bruno with the Bruno Lil B. Have fun, live life, love, you know. Make sure you follow him at Lil B, the bass god. And uh, thanks, man. I appreciate you doing this. Thank you so much. No, thank you, man. You have a beautiful day. You and your fam. You too. Everyone, make sure you check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere you listen to podcasts. And until next time, thanks for listening. Swag. Today's episode is sponsored by Greensupply.com. With everything going on in the world, it's more important than ever to stay safe. At Greensupply.com, you can purchase masks, hand sanitizer, and other important health and wellness products, which are all in stock with same-day shipping. Best of all, listeners get 10% off their order when you use the promo code ALEX at checkout. That's A-L-E-X for 10% off your order. They have KN95 masks, cloth masks, hand sanitizer, and other supplies like forehead thermometers and UV boxes. Visit Greensupply.com today. That's greensupply.com.